Hey, this is Malam Milan. Thanks, 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 thanks. Hey, saints, for joining me today. So today we're going to be talking about Yah's protection and his deliverance of his people. Now, it's just a quick recap how we started out um, <laughs> this year um, in the Gregorian calendar, I would say, of 2023 we started speaking about building our relationship how we read our love letters right which is the bible fasting and prayer right and the power that is in all of those when we go to the throne of the most high yeah and then we spoke about when the angel of the lord appeared to his people so today we're going to be talking about his protection and his deliverance and all of this ties in together all right so we're here we're here we're here we're here so we're going to be talking about Yah's protection and his deliverance. Now, just understand briefly, um, when we read our love letters, right, the Holy Bible, it allows us to know who our God is. It allows us to see how he showed up for his children. And it allows us to know who we are in him, his promises, the character of our God. It's important. He is our daily bread. The word is our daily bread, right? And that is where we find our strength is in him. So then with fasting, it allows us to have a stronger connection to him because now we're letting go of something that we may physically feed on, right? Which is actual food and we feed on his word. We feed on his strength and we wait on him to provide for us. Prayer is just another way that we communicate with him. I talk to him literally all day, but through prayer and supplication, we are at the throne of our God and we are making our petitions known. We are praying for others. We are asking him, or we should be asking him, how would he like us to be used? Who should we speak to? Um, it says that the Holy Spirit will intercede for us when we know not what to pray for. So just understand this whole concept that God is a loving God. He is a just God. So do not think for one second that the evil things that we see in this world, that he's turning a uh, blind eye to it, right? He sees it. He's a just God. Trust in him that that will have its, they will have their justice, right? Trust in him that he sees how you're working towards um your goals and you're putting him first see that understanding he will see that to fruition 
just trust him regardless of everything that you see happening understand that he is a god that is just he loves you he will provide he will protect right and just as he will provide and protect for you that is what you reap what you sow don't think that the people that are doing the things that they're doing that isn't right don't think that they're not going to reap what they are sowing so that's what i mean when i say he is a just god okay and just looking at how the angel of the lord appeared for his people we're going to look at some more and then we're going to just talk about his protection and his deliverance and all of this is tied together. So one of the stories that I thought was just amazing is um, the Exodus story. Think about how Yah showed up for his children all of the time. <sighs> the Exodus story is um, it's amazing. And it was just like, what? Like manna raining down from the heavens to feed them. Rocks um, pouring out water. (sighs) He provided light at night um, for them. Like he was literally there. He was there. Just, Just read the story. Read the story about how he was with them and this journey that they went through the wilderness right after they were freed think about how he showed up when elijah was mocking the false prophets in first kings 18 read that story this is the reason i'm giving you where you can find it so that you can go back and read it if you're not familiar with it these are really good uh stories to understand how he does show up for his children think about abraham and sarah they were childless they were old in age but yah had already promised abram that he was going to be a father of many nations okay and they like how is this gonna happen well with yah there is nothing impossible right so it's in genesis 18 when he promises to bring them a child they had a child named isaac so abraham was about to sacrifice isaac in genesis 22 but then the angel of the lord spoke then there's the plagues right that yah was giving through moses and that's in exodus 7 that just shows you the power of the most high god and then you think about moses and the red sea or you can say the sea of reeds that's in exodus 14 This is just another way for you to see how he is always there and how he will always provide for his children. Think about the story of David and Goliath. 1 Samuel 17 is where you can find that story. Mind you, David was short. David was little. David was not the one who they thought that should go but he's the one that the most high chose and then think about the story um that pharaoh had when joseph had to interpret it right 
seven years of famine. First, it was going to be seven years of plenty, then seven years of famine. Okay, But the Most High had given a dream to the Pharaoh at that time. Understand that the Pharaoh of what I'm speaking about now is not the Pharaoh that was over the children of um, Israel. And you can see that Moses encountered two different pharaohs. If you read in Exodus 2 verse 23, it will tell you that the pharaoh had died. So if we go on and we continue in the story of Exodus about those plagues, right? I told you it was in Exodus 7. How is he dying in 2 and then there is also a pharaoh in 7? He didn't come back to life, y'all. It was a different Pharaoh. So it's a different Pharaoh when we're speaking about the story about Joseph. And so Joseph interpreted through the Most High, obviously, um, gave him the interpretation to the Pharaoh's dream of that time. And he explained to him what was going to happen. And they were able to prepare. So understand that before destruction occurs, the Most High will tell his children. Right? Okay. So when I tell you that... Oh, goodness. This is so hard to say every time. That um, the Most High had given me dreams... And one of the dreams was the U.S. is going to be invaded by um, C-H-I-N-A. Okay. It's one of them. It's one of them. Unless that's who I, I would say it is. I don't necessarily think it is one of the other countries I'm leaning towards that's who it is I am sorry I can't tell um, you exactly who I just know what they looked like and I know what the dream was there were people in chains in bondage literally literal chains and it was really bad it was really bad. I went over the dream in the previous podcast. Um, and at some point I'll revisit it. But he is giving his children dreams and visions. He is impressing on you, the hearts of his children to prepare. I don't know how much we're going to see y'all. I really don't. But these podcasts are meant for encouragement. Do not fear the things that we see, right? Because at the end of the day, we know who our God is and we know we can trust in him. So I want to leave you with Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is beautiful. Psalm 91 is written by different authors um well psalms i'm sorry psalms in general is written by different authors uh king david being one of them 
Moses was another. Solomon also. But we're going to speak about Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is about protection from the evil and Yah's deliverance. You hear me? His deliverance. So let's get it. Psalm 91. Safety Safety of abiding in the presence of God. So he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall thread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So then do you see when it is capitalized, it is showing reverence. When you look at verse 14, it starts out because he lowercase, that's us, has set his love again, lowercase, that's us upon me capitalized that is reverence that is speaking of the most high god he says therefore i will deliver him again the him is lowercase that's us so just when you read our love letters understand when you see he him me and it's capitalized it is showing reference reverence lowercase is talking about us so that's just one of the things that like i said i've learned i just want to pass on to you as you read it because you're like me him us okay just look back and know when it is capitalized it is showing reverence psalm 91 is it gives me peace it gives me comfort it reminds me that my god is still god it reminds me that 
there is nothing too big that he can't handle, right? That's why he is the most high. That is exactly why I put all my trust in him. It's not like he needs help from anybody else. He definitely don't need my help. Or how would he be God? We are fallen people. You know that, right? We sin all the time. We don't look at the our brethren and be like, oh, well, you know, that's the measurement of standard. Because it's not. The standard that we measure against is the most high. What he said. So when we look at that and we look at our lives, we can see how sinful we are and how much we need him in our lives, right? Amen. He loves you. (sighs) He loves you so, so much. So if there is anyone that is listening that has not given your life to Christ at this moment, I'm going to ask that you do now. And the reason is because he loves you. He will provide for you. He will never leave or forsake you. This world This is this world is operating in the beast system. The beast system that the book of Revelation speaks of. So if you read Revelation starting 6 through verses 19. Well, say 18. Because in 1911, Christ comes back. So, well, it's the second coming of Christ. So, Revelation 6 through 18, you will see the woes that are coming upon this earth okay the um they're just due this is the beast system is what the world operates out of it don't operate clearly it don't operate uh for what the most high says not with sacrificing of these babies not with the different laws that they've come out with they're literally trying to put implants into people as if the most high made a mistake they're trying to give ai consciousness like do you guys see how sinful this is technology is a good thing but they're taking it and they're corrupting it of course as man always corrupts things just like the fallen angels when they corrupted man and they corrupted the beast go ahead read about it that's why it was the great flood right read your love letters i'm only speaking the truth i'm speaking was literally in our love letters was in his word And if this offends you, take it to the Father. If this offends you, 
understand that you then may be living contrary to what he says on how we should live. I do not apologize. I would rather it be offensive to you. You come to terms and understand your sinful nature and understand that you need to be repenting. We all have to repent. If we're choosing the Most High, that He is our God and that His Word is true, we realize how sinful we are. And if we truly love him, we will repent, which means to turn away from the sin. Not to apologize and then go back and doing it or doing some other sinful thing. Repent means to turn away from. I would rather it be offensive to you than you burn in hell because I didn't want to upset you because I didn't want to make you sad or angry. Honestly, the only one I'm worried about is the Most High. That's who put fear in me. The only one that put fear in me. And it's a healthy fear. It's a fear of, I need to keep myself in line. Okay? Because I'm still made of flesh. So that means I still have certain desires that shouldn't be. Never claim to be perfect and I never will. That's a lie. Ain't none of us perfect. But because I put him first in everything that I do. Because I trust in him in everything. No matter what the situation looks like. No matter what they over there talking about. I'm standing on the word of truth. And the way I know what the word of truth is, is because I'm in my love letters. So let me get to this salvation verse that I want to get out for anyone who has not chosen the most high as Lord of your life yet. Romans 10 verse 9 starts out. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what you need to do for salvation. It goes on to say, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I love you guys. Go in peace. Read your love letters. Understand that the time of his return is near. Trust in him and him alone. He is our salvation. It's many times throughout the Bible that he is our salvation. Read Hebrews 11 for more faith stories. Until next time, go in peace. Be the light that he's called you to be.
God bless. Hey, thanks so much for joining today. All my links are in the description. I'm going to tell you this again. Don't want to sound like a broken record. Don't follow me. Follow the most high. But you can join me on this journey. (laughs) More of my podcasts, y'all willing, will be every Saturday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, y'all willing. Please understand that he has called you for such a time as this. It is time to put on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6, go ahead and read it. He loves you, he loves you, he loves you. There is nothing that he cannot do for you in your life. You are not far from the Most High. But one prayer away, one sincere prayer, one actual change of heart, because that's ultimately what it is. It is a heart condition. Soften your heart to the Most High and understand how much he loves you. He will never lie to you. He will always be present for you. He is a God that hears. He is a God that sees. And He is a God that will deliver you from addiction, from abuse, from poverty, from whatever it is that you're going through. He'll deliver you. He will deliver you. Trust him. This is not a prosperity gospel. This sometimes is this this true gospel. This sometimes people don't want to hear it because it convicts. But it's the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Thanks again for listening. Take everything that I said to the Most High God. He's listening. Shalom.